0: You're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore.
1: Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. We hope you're doing well. Uh, hey, it's Easter week, isn't it's that exciting? Easter week, it Easter is Easter week. You know, it's I saw so I saw a church ad and it had the Easter bunny in it, and I was like, Ooh. Oh man! But you know, our, our ad is kind of clever because it kind of looks like Easter eggs. <laughs> it's but Easter it's colors, not. but it's the tomb.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I had to play around with that graphic to get the right colors, and I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I wasn't like a hundred percent. This is my thought process. I still wasn't a hundred percent, but that's this is the life of a creative person. You you're never fully satisfied and you eventually just have to say, you know what? There's a deadline, and I got to say go. So, Bro, so I have
0: never seen so many Easter ads, though, by churches. So this year. many
1: Easter y- ads. You know, if you're, if you're local, you get this.
0: Crosspoint's always going to have a lot of ads, right? Yeah, you know, but every church is doing every it just church about this. Year. Ads well, every church has got ads. Everywhere.
1: Billboards and signs and banners. We have an ad, right? We do. We yeah, have. I'm not poking fun. Yeah, we didn't do a billboard ad this year uh, for, for Easter, uh, but we did banners and we did flyers. But I'm like, people should just be inviting people to Easter. Yeah, I know. So that's how it should be be yeah. that is, that is but, uh, really yeah easter easter's so fun easter's good it's and, good uh, man yeah i can't it's good it's always it's always just this exciting like everyone's excited on easter as they should be every sunday like let's transfer mm-hmm. that to every sunday because right? jesus is alive know, every I know, sunday I know, I know but um you know, maybe we'll talk about that later. Talk maybe, about that so, more. maybe so. Well, yeah. hey, uh, let's go ahead and dive in. And uh, today we're actually talking about a, a pretty, mm-hmm. not pretty, a very heavy topic just in light of the shooting at the school in Nashville that happened uh, last week. We just really wanted to follow up uh, about that. Talk a little bit of you know, really what is, um, what is the Christian response? Uh, how do we... How do we talk about this as a family and mm-hmm. as 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 families as a faith family? Mm-hmm. How do Christians respond in situations like this? And um and also as we start this conversation, just go ahead and throw out this caveat: uh, we're approaching this really from a pastoral perspective. We mm-hmm. are not in the next you know fifteen ten to fifteen minutes going to solve the problem mm-hmm. uh, of our country when it comes to gun violence and mass shootings um, because we can't. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, can we just start there and say? Actually, if we had infinity time to solve the problem, we wouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's not that we can't get better at this as Mm -hmm. any collective society, but I do think that's part of the tension is we're using temporal solutions to address an eternal problem.
1: Mm hmm. Yes. So, well,
0: not an internal problem because Christ deals with it eternally, yes, but eternally, yeah. um, a problem that would exist eternally uh, apart from the, you know, involvement of of Christ.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, when when is this going to stop and not to be cliché and this certainly isn't a cop out for no, but no, what no, we should no. be We're doing now, that. but when is this going to stop? It's going to stop when Jesus returns. I mean, when is when is disease going to stop? When is mm-hmm. when are all forms of evil, when are wars going to stop? When, when Christ returns. Yeah, uh, it,
0: it, it's certainly good ambition to want to eradicate all evil, all disease, whatever, as much as it depends on us. Yeah. But it's, it's arrogant to think we can ever get to a place where we can do that apart from
1: god's mm-hmm. intervention right absolutely and i think you know where we have to begin really as christians is addressing you know kind of the big picture problem yeah. of why this happens and then be, and then after we understand mm-hmm. the big picture problem then we can really begin to understand maybe our specific cultural right. problem yes that's good. and uh you know so begin in talking about these things like what is the big picture problem and the big picture problem is evil mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is evil um there's there's no issue with just saying this is evil Mm -hmm. these acts are evil Mm -hmm. they are demonic satanic acts they are that is the purest Mm -hmm. evil i mean just violence where you're taking someone else's life the root issue is is sin and that does not to Mm -hmm. oversimplify it but it is to to simplify it in its root form that Mm -hmm. this is just evil
0: Mm -hmm. yeah no i mean absolutely i think that um examples like this show the extremes of the little seeds of evil that exist all over our Mm -hmm. culture all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think this, and we'll talk about this in just a moment. These things are some of the most probably shocking, Mm -hmm. um, and horrifying things for us to consider. But the reality is, you know, there's murder every day. Mm. Um, there's, um, you know, child, uh, torture every day Mm -hmm. there's human trafficking every day um just in our country just in our state i mean Mm -hmm. statistically um and so you multiply that in the world these and so we're going to continue to have um these kind of things happen because these things are happening Mm. absolutely um and probably even um greater atrocities that we just aren't aware of because they're not in our country right um and maybe uh To a less cared about demographic you Mm. know um so in in other places of the world and so um yeah i mean ultimately i mean the law of god is a gift and that it reveals evil and it restrains this from just happening um completely even the laws say that god writes on some of our hearts uh, keeps society in somewhat of a constraint but um unfortunately um you know uh this happens because there is evil and there are sinners in this world mm-hmm.
1: and and really it is we 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 can recognize that these issues i think are becoming more common you know that yeah. you mm-hmm. know it is an atrocity it is jarring and specifically the shooting last week was at a school and so mm-hmm. we're talking about you know defenseless uh you know we're talking about children and that that is Wrecking to us um, as a cause, it should be. Yeah, uh, just as all forms of violence against anyone, but especially against children. Yeah, uh, I think. Um. Yeah. Such young children, too. Yeah. I absolutely. don't know. I don't know about
0: you, but I. I think one of the like first memories that I associate with this kind of stuff, and I'm assuming that it hadn't happened in a long time before this, right? Certainly not to that extent. Was Columbine? Right. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um. And no, I was I re- in
1: college because I'm older. <laughs> yeah. Were well, you already in <laughs> college? Was, wow. I was like my. I think it was my freshman okay, year. Yeah. I remember watching it in the dorm, yeah. and we were shocked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just you know um remember um just, uh, you know, I think as a, as a high schooler, uh, you realize how vulnerable you are to this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff now as a parent, it's even, you know, a height, there's a heightened, uh,
1: amount uh,
0: to this. Um, and we've come so far in school security and those kind of things, but still can't prevent it. But yeah, I mean, I I think you got some research there. I'd just be curious how often this has happened. Um, you know, I think,
1: you know, I think one of the things we mentioned is like, it really has become more common where it's almost like when we hear this, it's like, oh, another Mm -hmm. one's happened. Like I I remember hearing about Columbine and we are watching it on the news and we were watching it live as they're going in. Right. I know. And just the fear that we all had, but it seemed like, now I I don't know for sure how much longer it was until the next big thing, but it seemed like it was a while where now it feels like this is happening more and Mm -hmm. more. Um, And there may be, you know, reasons for the media and that, but I would just say we can recognize this, that it is happening more and more. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I just wanted to read this. Let's see the center for Homeland defense, uh, and security tracks, uh, shooting incidents based on publicly available data from the beginning of 1970 through June, 2022, uh, in that 52 year period, there were 2035 shootings. Now, not these are not just, these are just shootings, uh, gun violence, um, And, but here's the thing from 2020, January 1st, 2020 to March 27th, you know, last week, 2023, there've been 68 school shootings. Really?
0: Yes, in three years. In
1: three years. Wow. Now, some of these are incidents where it was, right. you know, it was one, one, yeah, on one. Right, right. This is this is uh, public-private. This is mm. you know preschool mm. through the college. Mm-hmm. So some of these are including uh, like the shooting that happened just recently mm-hmm. in Michigan State. So this is know mm-hmm. univ- So this is across wow. the board. Mm. And you know one of the interesting things I was reading was that they're really um, it, it's really across the board as far as the perpetrators and the victims. There's um, you know the from you know age stage ethnicity, um mm-hmm. that there's it's a great the diversity mm-hmm. in that. And so trying to pinpoint this, and I think this is where it gets tricky, is there's there's always in these mm-hmm. going to be someone trying to pinpoint it on someone else or a demographic, whether it's uh, you know, an a, an ethnicity or gender or uh, you know, it's it's beyond that. Like it's right. it's all of the right. above. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah, that's a I mean just to go ahead and go there, I think, you know, if anyone tries to uh, impart their agenda on any situation and so you know when there was the the murder against um at the pulse nightclub remember that and right, the gay right. people you know it was about homophobia but then um and so both sides of that are really mm-hmm. like getting into it you know and then with this because there's apparently you know uh, gender identity you know issues here mm-hmm. um victimization you know villainization of uh, both sides of that then uh, villainization of Christians you know and the victimization of that like and I just think we have to be careful right. uh, to not that those things aren't at play but like I'm sorry but for someone to make the choice to go and do this is beyond just those factors mm, yeah. it is beyond those factors mm-hmm. Um there's, there's greater issues, if right. you will, you know, mm-hmm. than um, than how those issues might've been handled or how somebody might've been brought up in understanding morality issues.
1: Right, and then, you know, and I think of recent, uh, there's a shooting at, a, at a, te- a church in Texas. I can't remember, it was like Texas First Baptist Church or something. And it was over 23 fatalities there. And then, you know, the shooting at a church in Charleston, which seemed to be, a, you know, it was a racially motivated yeah, attack, right. you know, yeah. where there were many people who died. And, and so it really is like, I was reading something else that just said like statistically because a lot of times people will jump to it well, it's mm-hmm. mental health or it's gun control mm-hmm. or it's uh you know radicalization whether you know it's it's all these different things and and really once once I read said actually statistically you know the United States has the same proportion statistically of mental illness as pretty much every country right so it's yeah. not so is it a mental health thing well yeah there's Definitely a piece of that. And Um, and that's convoluted too,
0: because it's easy to, and this is, I mean, I value mental health. I've established that very clearly, but it's easy to, classify. you know, say, something. oh, it's
1: only that, right, I mean, you yeah. know, and that's certainly. I think I guess what I'm saying is, it could be a piece of that, and you know, yeah. we don't really know what it, what the full motivation reasons are. We just know like it's evil, and I think, uh, you know, one of the things that is true. I mean, and I think, you know, I personally, you know, support the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms, but but you also, in doing that, cannot negate that a piece of this is the access to weapons in our country that doesn't happen in other countries. And so whether or not that's the reason this happens or not that I, you know, that's not the conversation here, but you, as we talk about it, like we have to be aware that we all have, we all have our own like personal like thoughts on it, but as a Christian, like how do we really respond to this? Um, And I think we first respond by being aware that, we're naturally going to be drawn to the narrative that already fits what we believe happened, you know, whether it's, whether Christian, secular, you know, and, and to be aware that we're Mm going to be drawn to the voices or the, the voice that is, or the the news story that is really reaffirming what we Mm -hmm. already believe rather than Mm -hmm. challenging our assumptions in a situation.
0: Yeah. I also, you know, would be a person who affirms the second amendment, but I, I do think that, and, and there's not an easy answer. Mm-hmm. I, people like to say there is an easy answer, but there's just really not. Right. But I do think we need to not be relaxed on continuing to figure out how to l- restrict access to people who do have mental right. health Abs- uh, issues from owning mm-hmm. guns or obtaining absolutely. guns. Mm-hmm. And so, um, again, I would not be in support of a total government seizure of right. all you know weapons mm-hmm. or anything like that. But. Um, I, I would just say to the person who is with me and supporting the second amendment, but don't get so mad that people are saying we do need to figure something out, right. you know, Absolutely. like, and, 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 and then if you're, if you're more, you know, liberal on that for whatever reason like also be aware like everybody who says you know hey I support the second amendment isn't like hey I think we should be able to you know do whatever like you right. know with gun, like that's not what they're saying mm-hmm. they're, it's more it's more nuanced it's more complicated
1: absolutely and I think everyone would agree well we, we, we believe in personal responsibility and so what we're talking about is what do you do with those who can't be personally responsible or aren't going to be right. personally right. responsible
0: I think about us on Sunday like obviously there's crowds that gather mm-hmm. but there are people who are armed mm-hmm uh, we are aware of most of them. I'm sure we're not aware yeah, of all. We're all of them. We're, all, um, we're safer that they're not right. you know. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, uh, but they've also gone about it in in a, a safe and and legal mm-hmm. way. And, um, yeah, you know, I I think that you know it, it's just it's not gonna. We keep working to it's better, but it's not going to be fully solved. I I think mm-hmm. that let's transition. What yeah? What do we? What conversations do we have with people, specifically our children? Mm-hmm. Um about this Justin. Yeah,
1: I think you start with you know, you we we should talk to our kids about this as age appropriate. Um and just really helping them understand, you know, like this is a uh, reality, you know, mm-hmm. when I, I didn't grow up thinking about the potential of an active shooter coming into my school. We didn't have we had tornado drills and know, fire right? drills. Yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and so recognizing like if your kids are in in school, whether it's uh, public or private, they are talking mm. about this or mm. you know and preparing for this. And it's a reality. You know, we don't want to we don't want to raise our kids to live in fear, but also to be prepared and uh, and so talk to them about stuff that this does happen and explain the problem of evil. Um you know explain that this is the rudest sin and that, you know, that we, we, as people have responsibility, um, that we have, we have the ability to make choices and people choose sin and people choose this and, uh, and it, just explaining it on their level, not to scare them, but to help them be raised and to be mm-hmm. sober minded about it, mm-hmm. just as we all should. Um, you know, and what is our responsibility as believers, as Christians, whose, whose hope is in Christ, uh, you know, talking about, you know, looking for those, the outliers, you know, I think, that, that's a huge piece mm-hmm. of this. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, raising our kids to be aware of those who may be hurting. I think, you know, that's one one common link between all mm-hmm. you know, studies that are done on active suitors that it, most of them, the vast majority at some point uh, in their early life had some type of uh, exposure, some type of trauma or exposure to, to extreme violence. And so, you know, look for the outliers. Be be aware, I don't, you know, be compassionate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, I mean, it's, uh, the the links of pornography to this are mm. interesting too. That's interesting. Um, you know, uh, in terms of how many have been exposed to those kind of things. And even if you think about serial killers, like mm. the links to pornography uh, is interesting. And so, I think all this just supports like being people who are trying, like we're never going to eradicate all this, but being people who are trying to do what Christ has called us mm-hmm. to is going to not only... Uh, give us the best case of eliminating these these extreme situations, but it 's also going to give us the best opportunity to uh, help with the situations that are affecting one home and one you know uh, mm-hmm. one life and so um, I think we just really have to be that present you know um, in our communities and and that aware in our neighborhoods and and again welcome in. Um, that people are struggling, carry each other's burdens, um, but also realize, you know, again, that um, we're not a failure when this happens once or twice and not overreact. And I think Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, like, you know, and I love you guys, but sometimes, you know, I'm getting these articles from people Mm -hmm. who, don't even serve in our church about all the things that are wrong with the American church. And it's like, but what are you doing about it? You know? Um, and I think a lot of the criticism of society is from people who are not actually that engaged in society. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not to overreact to those um, keyboard warriors, um, mm-hmm. but to continue to press deal with it, navigate the tension and love well in the midst of, um, just the chaos is what i would what i would call our children to do you know so. yeah
1: that's good yeah the tension of like this is just it is the sad sobering reality of 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 our of our world yeah. and our mm-hmm. you know and the need for the redemptive work of christ mm-hmm. you know for us is for we as christians to display that to tell that to show it in every way um of our lives.
0: I I would also say, I I think I'm patting us on the back. (laughs) We just said a lot of the things that you might hear on the news with a different rhetoric than you would hear like keyboard warriors. You know, I referenced that, you know um, but we're not like angry. Like we're not, we're, 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 and I, so I don't think all the dialogue about this has to be filled with yeah. such so vitriol.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a, that's a. Good and the
0: finger doesn't have to be pointed at one right. person. Right, because or I one think, like,
1: like we said before, it is so many. Like, and I think this is this is indicative of our culture is that we there is not one easy fix to this problem, yeah. or really most right. problems in our world. Right, and and we can't buy into the the what gets fed to us from the media, from politics, that if we just voted a certain way, then mm-hmm. all the problems would be solved. And because- How's that just, been
0: working? Yeah, yeah. Let's
1: just be honest. Most many politicians use this to grandstand their fan yeah, base, you know, yeah, to stir yeah. up. And, you know, and I think, you know, there's red and on both sides, you know? So though like the hard work is in that, the tension of the middle where we recognize there are multiple facets of this and it's a complicated issue that it really have to be worked out so, mm-hmm. yeah mm. just like most things in life mm-hmm. you know there's not one one source cause um but we do you know recognize like we're called to be the salt and light of and you know as christians and mm-hmm. um in this evil generation this is really the scripture yeah. to that you know
0: uh, and if you're listening to this for some, maybe you searched it on the internet or somebody told you, to listen to this, like, and you feel alone and ostracized and like, you don't have an identity. Like you're, you're welcome here. Mm-hmm. And, um, if, if not, we can find a place in your area that you're welcome. Um, you're yeah. not alone. And if your church in your area doesn't welcome you, all email mother pastor or call their pastor <laughs> yeah. and be like, why are you not welcoming? Yeah. Uh, and engaging this person. Um, because People. uh People. you're not alone. Do not believe that lie. Uh mm. anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, amen to that. Yeah. It's yeah, kinda right. like hard. Uh, we do transi- like take a break and I know. you know it's hard to transition yeah, from yeah. that. uh, and I feel like. Uh yeah. you know, but really, yeah. So game um, time. No, yeah. it's not really game time. It's <laughs> so uh, hey, let's see, let's yeah. see, talk about some questions that we have. <laughs> the first is this uh Easter's coming. What's the best thing I can do to help? Um and I think that's a great question if you're asking that. I hope you're asking that. Uh, the first thing you can do is, I think, be present. Yeah. Be engaged. Yeah. I mean, this is like, you know... Every Sunday, we joked about this earlier, every Sunday Jesus is alive, every Sunday's Easter, the resurrection is our hope, but recognize this is a time when people who are unchurched or don't go to church, but would claim to be Christians mm-hmm. and maybe they are, maybe mm-hmm. they aren't, uh, people are receptive to invitation and we just want to just celebrate together yeah. as a faith family, uh, serve so people can, we can welcome as many people as possible, whether it's in kids ministry or greeting or in, Choir, like just be a part of it i mean and really and be present and engaged you know i think that mm-hmm, is a huge piece mm-hmm, of it mm-hmm. easter is a big deal and then the next sunday do the same thing. <laughs> right right and then the next sunday do yeah, the same thing yeah you know
0: yeah i mean i would just say if you're like i don't really get the big deal why, why it's a big deal to be out of town you know or whatever, then I would just say you're probably not living on mission because if you're really living on mission, you know, hey, this is um, an opportunity in our culture to invite people uh, to come in here, uh, uh, the gospel, mm-hmm. and we will be faithful to exalt Christ and preach the gospel. Um, and so, you know, you really need to live your life in a way that... F- that lends itself to those opportunities. Again, I think that could be every week, but it's heightened this time of year. And then your local church, uh, has an overwhelming, um, you know, number of people probably that are coming that Sunday. And so they need all hands on deck and serving and children's ministry and welcoming people and um you know doing all the things. And so if you're a part of our church and you're not already doing that, please email Lucas right now or yeah. email uh Do Michael right now to right serve now. on Connect. Um it's too late to be in the choir, but yeah. uh next year. Um and uh yeah yeah i don't i don't know what else to say there yeah i
1: think that's good all right so next question is this uh and this is a good question uh fair why did churches encourage people to give every week but not encourage people to make disciples or share their faith every week um they talking about us? I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> but i say, okay, so fair question, because I think, you know, I would say, I think here uh, we do, it's, it's explicit and implicit in the teaching yeah. and preaching of the yeah. word. We talk about discipleship. We encourage connection in discipleship. Uh, and, you know, do we need to do, more, yeah, maybe yeah could absolutely, be more clear. absolutely. I mean, I think specifically encouraging people to share their faith, but we talk about that uh regularly. Mm-hmm. It should be an emphasis in our life groups, discipleship and uh sharing our faith. Uh, I say we do talk about giving because um I don't know that we really in the 2023 church like have to explain like if you're a Christian and I'm like I don't need to convince you that you should share your faith. Um like most people agree they should, whether they do or not. Yeah. But a lot of people are not convinced that they should give uh, scripturally. I think they're yeah. just like, they're because we have but so But we many, don't even really. We, see, we talk so, about giving. And I think a lot of churches do talk about, and we we don't do this here. I'm staring like, at you funnily <laughs> if you're watching online. I mean, there are a lot of churches that heavily emphasize giving as, a, you know, the seat of faith. And we don't do that. We're just like, this is, it takes the, it takes money to make ministries happen, Mm -hmm. especially the ways we're engaged in in missions. And we, and I think we do talk about it Mm -hmm. we talk about the ways we're we're giving. I don't know that.
0: This question was asked by someone on behalf of someone else. Uh, And what I would ask you, if you're that someone else, I don't know who you are, but if you're someone else that also fits in this category, why does it bother you that we mentioned giving for 30 seconds?
1: Yeah. I mean, is it conviction? Yeah. Like
0: why? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just it. There you go. So I don't I think you'd back. ask <laughs> it, if
1: it were the other way around. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And so, um, like if we were like every week, if we never taught, if we never talked about giving and we, but every week we're like, you should make sure you disciples and share your faith. Your faith. Yeah, yeah. Would you say, why do y'all never talk about giving? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a, a command of scripture yeah. and we're called to give sacrificially yeah. generously well, Yeah,
0: where your treasure is there. Your heart will be also. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, um, I think people don't like talking about money because it very clearly, re- you can convince yourself that you're making disciples mm. or sharing your faith. You cannot deceive yourself that you're giving, you're tithing, you're giving yeah. generously. Like, Unless it's you're like very clear. Well,
1: I bought snacks for the travel ball team. Yeah, I guess you <laughs> could. I guess kidding. you could. You know?
0: but, but if we're saying you need to, you should give yeah. to God through the local church, uh, yeah. as he says in the Bible, you know, then. Yeah. Th- you just can't lie to yourself about that. And you can mm-hmm. lie to yourself about, I'm a loving person. It's like, you can't, you don't have a but loving budget. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway, Um but yeah, uh, Hey, you know what? heard, we will be more clear about sharing your
1: faith and making disciples. It's kind of
0: all pointing to that, but we'll be a little more clear. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's be more clear. Let's do it.
1: All right. Last question. Okay. How should uh, Christians approach tipping in a time where people expect more for providing less? (laughs) That's a great question because you know what? This is a pet peeve of mine because I, I, one, we should be generous, but also I'm like, everybody's asking for a tip now. Like you just like you order food and they hand it to you and they're like gratuity amount, 18% click which one. And then you feel guilty because they're watching you if you have to hit the button that says other and you're like zero because literally you just handed (laughs)
0: me. You could go to a buffet where you get your own food and you get your own drink and they would ask how much of a tip. I'm like, well, I'm going to give myself the 15% because I'm doing this for myself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. uh, I would just say Oh, nothing to you. live in a way that you owe nothing mm-hmm. except for love. That's what we're called to Roman. So yeah. um, tip out of love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, so I will say this is someone who worked uh, yeah. in college at a restaurant where I was a waiter. Uh, and it was, this is not like what I've heard. Like This was legitimately people hated working on Sundays in the restaurant because the after church crowd was generally... Not great tippers. Yeah. And we're and we're pretty demanding with the refills of their sweet tea. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really. And so I'm not I'm not making that up. Mm-hmm. Like that is, I worked at a, a restaurant and the vast majority of the people that I worked with were non-Christians. And that was, you know, some of it is not fair, but a lot of it is. So just be generous. Yeah, especially, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially if they, they know you coming from church. I mean, but you should just act the same all the time. Just it, be generous. If I
0: get good service, it's 20%. If yeah. it's exceptional service, I might yeah. go above that. Mm-hmm. If I get bad service, it's still 15 18%. Yeah. And if it's
1: something, just talk yeah. to, you know, like just talk to, ask us, talk to the manager, say, Hey, Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, yeah and just,
0: then just, the little fast food places, I usually do like a dollar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean at that point it's like, unless, yeah, yeah it's
1: I it's,
0: and I try to go to some of the same places over and over again yeah. um, so that there's a relationship mm-hmm. building. So part of that is an investment in yep. them. You Absolutely. Know, so, anyway. Absolutely.
1: Well, yeah, it's a good question. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the end of questions for this week. Hey, if you've got questions, uh, you can. You know uh, the same free- person probably asked those hey, questions. Just keep out. At- hey, hey. Do hey, I have to tip? Hey, do I have to give to God? <laughs> well, hey. Can I just make disciples? Hey, if you got more questions, send us a message. All ask right. us. We'll be happy to hey, answer. So
0: I'm doing this um, Jeopardy style. Okay. So it's well, Easter I, trivia. No, okay. Oh, I'm no, going to say great. the answer and you have to tell me what the, the question, question is. Okay, yep. I can do this. Maybe. You ready? I hope. Because I, hope I, I think it'd be funny myself. to see your answer. All right. <laughs> so we'll go for about nine minutes here. Okay. Red.
1: What is the color of, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus is blood. I don't know. That is the first That's thing that came to mind. That is indeed <laughs> true. Red. Uh, what is the least popular
0: color <laughs> of Easter eggs? No. It was the first color that Easter eggs were ever dyed with.
1: Oh, and now it's and why popular. was that? Because the blood of Jesus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey, that- I kind of combined the two answers. I kind of yes. got it right by combining how wrong both of my answers were. Yeah, so they were. first
0: dyed Easter eggs red, you ah, know, and now I mean, we're now into I know the that. pastels. I know. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, we can't yeah. handle it.
1: Except for, you know, the legit hardcore. Hey, we're just going to do all red. We're yeah. doing all red eggs this year in my house. How about that?
0: that? You know, you could. Maybe we so. should. Um, 15,873 pounds and 4.48 ounces.
1: <laughs> what is the average weight of of peeps sold at a Walmart oh, wow. during Easter wow, season? Wow, that was
0: very, very specific. <laughs> no. Um that's the weight of the largest ever chocolate Easter egg.
1: Oh wow, that 15,000 000-
0: yeah, 15,873 pounds. I hope they did this like a North where it would melt. Ounces. How
1: did they do that? I mean, I feel like it would just melt. It was probably in Germany. Yeah, They sounds, know how to do chocolate in they, And they're experts. They They are. They are. Mm, German chocolate cake. Mm, okay. 16 million. Number of Reese's Easter eggs sold in the United States. That was a good guess. Oh. It's how many jelly beans Americans oh. consume each Easter. Oh, God. I can't say... I do not like jelly beans at all. I I think they're disgusting I, and people are they like They taste like toothpaste. Kinda. I just am like the this te- maybe it's the texture. I don't really like any gummy stuff like that, but like, yeah, like jelly beans I'm like stuff, nye, 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 My kids like them yeah, like yeah that. just I did that that game where you like the bamboozle or bam- whatever it is. The jelly beans where they're like all nasty flavors and Oh yeah. That's a fun, that. That a fun family. game to play as a family. There it's you funny. go. I don't know what it's called. All not right, you ready for the next one? I'm ready. Here we go. A fox. What is the only animal that we don't know what they say? That's great. That is true. <laughs> Actually, ding, 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 <laughs> That's right. Ding, 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 uh, uh, what, what animal brought Easter eggs before <laughs> that Easter Bunny? That is the
0: sort of critter that says that delivers the goods in Westphalia, Germany.
1: Oh, that would be a fox in Germany. Yes, you know? yeah. Man, we have foxes um, around Blue Water and they're, they're so cute. But also yeah, a little scary. scary too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because you don't know what they're don't thinking. Don't eat my children. You don't know what they're thinking. Don't You're eat like, my child. Are you gonna lunge at me or and hiss at me, or are you just gonna run? I don't know. It's kind of scary.
0: Do you ever just say, hey, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um if you don't know what the word we're talking about, oh, just man. Google what does Were you the Fox alive say? like eight years ago? I know. Yeah. $131. Average
1: amount uh u.s family spends on easter baskets yeah
0: well just on easter not in our house on easter (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. on easter okay yeah yeah. i don't
1: know if maybe uh, that's easter clothes
0: too no most people aren't christians so they don't go to easter that's true so it's just probably easter candy and stuff it's weird if you celebrate easter and you're not a christian by the way
1: yeah that's like that is that is just so you know but it's all good the bunny, the bunny yeah
0: we're celebrating the god ishtar actually um Yeah, how much do you guys spend on Easter for your family? I don't
1: know, like not a lot. I Just kind of we we're lame when it comes to Easter baskets. And we, that, you know, we spend
0: us. zero because yeah. my parents spend money. So
1: <laughs> hey, okay, that's a
0: win. Okay, so Germany,
1: what country is the origin of the chocolate Easter egg? The Easter Bunny, Easter Bunny, yes, wow, okay. yeah, yeah. Bunny.
0: Interesting. In one spot, there's the fox, right? Okay. They gotta be the they gotta be the different people. But <laughs> All right, yeah. He was a, he was a hare. He was a hare. Oh, that's
1: funny. Yeah. So yeah, it can't um, be a bunny. Can't be cute. Got to be a hare. N-
0: nope. This is Poland.
1: Uh, Poland. Ooh. What? <laughs> What Uh, do I know about Poland? I know some people from Poland. Uh, What country doesn't... Celebrate the Easter Bunny. I have no idea. Bro, I'm so no, bad at this. Uh,
0: the exact opposite. That is where you can find the world's largest Easter egg museum.
1: Really? Easter egg museum. There are Easter egg museums. <laughs> Apparently, there are uh, multiple ones. I'm doing great at this game, by the way.
0: This is where you find the world's, the world's largest. Largest.
1: There's multiple Easter egg. I wonder museum. what differentiates it too. Not just the size, but like what kind of eggs are on display. Is that
0: Easter egg? Is that egg from Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Twelve on there?
1: <laughs> and here you'll see Easter eggs from a Around the world, yeah. like, like how differently do <laughs> we a good decorate? Polish accent. I don't know. <laughs> what I was, that what was, like, was that? That was my museum curator. <laughs> oh, voice. it okay. wasn't necessarily Polish. Oh, so I can't okay. do. I don't do accents well. Okay, um, okay. We need Alec for that. Alec does good accents.
0: And there are more than fifteen hundred Easter eggs in that museum. Wow.
1: Yes. Isn't oh, that's that so weird? Why don't yeah. we have museums for that?
0: What was introduced in nineteen
1: sixty-three? Wait, I'm supposed to ask these questions. Oh, yeah. No, no,
0: no. Okay, 1963.
1: Oh. What is the year that uh, Reese's Easter eggs were invented? Because they're the best.
0: No, Cadbury cream should Oh, yeah,
1: I should have known. That would have been older. I don't like those either. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm bad at this game, but it's also fun. We'll do two more. Are you ready? Okay. I'm going to get one of these right. Maybe. You might. (laughs) Not. (laughs) 27 hours what is the amount of time that, <laughs> I'm on the right track, you're mm-hmm. nodding your head, that uh, the world's longest Easter egg hunt, no, but nice
0: try. That's how long it took to make one marshmallow peep before 1953.
1: What? How do they do uh, this? I guess something was involved. Invented in 1953, so the microwave. Um, I mean, if you're, it's fun to watch peeps explode in the microwave. We do that as a, that's kind of an Easter tradition. <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: All right. Last one,
1: Florida. There's so many. <laughs> I, know. I know. What I, state is home to the? It's got to be. I mean, well, you know, Texas. I don't know the yeah. biggest. What state is home to the United States' largest Easter egg hunt? Yes, I got one. Yes, right? yes. Ding, ding, I don't ding, know ding, where. Ding ding. It's, it's hey. You but know, DeSantis is our governor, so <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah, hey, You know, it's his
0: at his house. It's not in the Everglades because you. Just if leave. you want a big Easter egg hunt, just go visit Mr. DeSantis. There you house, go. There you.
1: That's so funny. I finally got one right because Florida. There you go. Well, hey, what a way to end a uh, heavy episode. <laughs> yeah, the that's true. Talk. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, hey, we do, you know, in all light of all this and the resurrection is our I hope. Know. You Amen. know, that is the hope mm-hmm. that we have to carry on uh, with confidence in a broken and weary world. So, no, good, uh, hey, thanks evening. for listening. If you've got questions for next time, please uh, shoot them our way. And we look forward to seeing you joining in next week. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are
0: so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.